We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Emergency, emergency pod, Andy Liu, my man, the Warriors, getting a little Friday news dump in. Are, are we the only uh, show in the basketball universe that will do an emergency pod, pod on Dwight Howard in 2023? I believe we are. I believe and we are. And Usman Garuba. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's funny because... I wasn't sure what they're going to do with the last two roster spots. Seems like they're just going to take it into camp and, and we get the Dwight news scale of one to 10. How surprised were you when you heard Dwight's name? Kind of surprised like eight, eight and a half. Okay. It, it, it feels was like it the Chris Warriors. Paul level surprise. No, no, look, man, that, that was a 10. That was 15, you know, on a level of <laughs> one to a hundred on happiness. That was a 15 as well. Um, <laughs> um, it's, it's a little shocking because it, it, you know, you and I sat here for two years. Even when they won the championship, we sat here and we're like, dude, the Warriors at least need a big to get them through the regular season. At least, even if he sucks, right? Even if he's just seven feet, he's a stiff. They need someone to just get some minutes in there. Just an inning, innings eater guy. They didn't do it two years ago. It doesn't matter. They win a championship. Didn't do it last year. I don't know that's, if that's why they lost. I don't think so. But, it, it, you know, Looney and Draymond are tired. It feels like all the time. And so... I thought they were. I thought they should this offseason again. They didn't. They got Sarge, who isn't early a big. And now it comes that they. It feels like it. If you throw in Dwayne Detman's name, kind of some of these other guys, Tony Bradley. It feels like now they're looking for that type of big. I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. They're definitely seeing their options. One thing that's noticeable is there's a lot of guys floating unsigned who you would think would be on an NBA team now. You don't know. Dwayne Dedman's kind of a borderline NBA player these days. Dwight Howard, for all we know, could be too. Look great with the Lakers in a role a couple of years ago. Then he's in Taiwan. He is 37. So, you know, could. He'll be 38 during the season. It might just be, you know, over for him. Right. Uh, but I think what's interesting to me is I thought, okay, Saric is the perfect third big because his skill set is different than Draymond and Looney. You know, he'll bang and he'll rebound, but he can shoot and a little more offensive-minded. So it was a nice, like, compliment. And then they draft Trace Jackson Davis, who 
probably won't see a single minute in the playoffs, but he's a four-year college guy, a little older. I thought he could fill the role of, you know, 10 minutes here, play a game there, do some of that regular season minute stuff. And I figured they'd want to get a, a big wing for the last roster spot. I thought they'd want the, you know, they tried with Andre. Uh, it, it looks like his body just would not allow it to happen. I thought maybe a Rudy Gay, a Juan Toscano Anderson, those type of guys. So it's interesting to me they're going uh, with the traditional five, honestly. Uh, and maybe maybe that's the right move. Maybe if Dwight still has something left in the tank, if he allows you to cut Draymond and Looney's minutes, I don't know, 10% on the season, 15%, something like that, and they're fresher in the playoffs, to your point, that's worth it. The other thing I'll throw out about Dwight is if he has anything left in the tank, he's still a super high IQ defender. I could see them throwing Dwight in a, in a playoff matchup where they need uh, they need someone to buy them some minutes against Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. 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 But like, let's be honest, Jermichael Green would have never been able to do that. James Wiseman would have never been able to do that. And it's not like it's your first choice to go there, but it's nice to know you have a veteran who has a better chance at kind of riding a five to 10 minute spell and not everything falling apart. Uh, it were a long ways from him being back in the NBA, right? It's been a few yeah. years. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm with drinking, you on all I'm that drinking stuff. the Kool-Aid, baby. I, I am too, actually. <laughs> on this specific move, I am too. Like, if they make it, we don't know if they'll make it, right? Maybe it's not guaranteed. Maybe he's on the team for a month and he's gone. Maybe it's just training game and fight. All that type of stuff, right? Um, But this is key here. Yep, I was just going to get to this. So this Our guy, this, yep. our guy, Jason Dumas, official Light Years Insider. He just doesn't know it. Uh, source, Dwight Howard will arrive in the Bay on Monday. He'll work out on Tuesday and Wednesday. Also has meetings with Curran Dunleavy. Steve is most interested in Dwight's mindset. Of course he is. <sighs> Acceptance of role and desire to be a good vet for the young guys. Meetings will be important. So, so that to me was the biggest thing, that, that's, that Steve sentence there. Um, like, what is Dwight Howard? Is he... Is he here okay with not playing six in a row games, right? Is he here just okay being the rim running threat that Chris Paul probably kind of needs more so than than maybe um, maybe some of these other guys? Like, I don't know if he needs a loony as much as he needs someone like Dwight Howard. Is he okay being a locker room guy? I, I don't I don't know if he's always been a great locker room guy, um, but is he ready to be that level of like a like a Damian yeah. Lee or JTA? I don't I don't know, and I feel like that's that's probably why they're flying him in just to say like hey like the other stuff i feel like they know what he's going to be good at if he's healthy and, he's going to be good enough to do those things but if he's not willing to not if he's not willing worth, to buy in what's the point right and it's worth calling out when he went to the lakers he washed out of the league because he was unwilling to accept he was no longer a star and then on the lakers he kind of bought into being kind of a goon the rockets and then the lakers right yeah um on the 2020 you know bubble aau champs he played a nice role defensively there for them, but it was worth noting he was in the rotation. Like he was the backup big every game. He played 15, 20 minutes on the Warriors. They're kind of going to ask him to be like Juan Toscano Anderson, which is to your point, you'll play and maybe we'll go six games in a row. And we're just going to DNP you. Nothing you did wrong. We just got guys. We want to play over you instead. Are you okay with being, you know, the 15th man on the bench where there'll be periods of time where maybe Looney's tired and he gets a little more run and there'll be periods of time where he gets no run. He never really had that role. And I don't, 
it's it's just a lot easier to ask someone like a Juan Toscano Anderson who's G League grinder doing anything to stay in the NBA to play that role than someone like Dwight who's probably a Hall of Famer. I mean, he should be a Hall of Famer for sure. Yes, he to is play a that Hall role. Yeah. yeah, he's a clear Hall of Famer. Clear. Uh, yeah. Well, you never know how the politics play out, but on playing career, he's a deserved right. Hall of Famer. So that'll be the interesting thing to see how it plays out because this is one of those times I really agree with, with Steve here. You don't want Dwight Howard sulking that he's not getting minutes, like doing what kind of Boogie Cousins did back in the day with sure. the Warriors upset about sure. his rule. Because like, if that's what it's going to be, you'd rather just find just know, get just, just get, get Juan basically, you know, <laughs> like even though yeah. they're different positions or uh, dead men, Derek Favors, dude. Like, what the hell is it? Just get some of those guys. Sure. Right? What's the point? Sure. Uh, I think the the best version of Dwight is better than those guys, but Correct. I don't know. He Correct. also played last year in Taiwan. I, I don't know if he's lost one step too many. Uh, I know he's good for Taiwan. So <laughs> well, I mean, he was in the freaking three point shooting contest. I don't think he's doing. <laughs> I don't think he's doing anything in Taiwan that would actually matter in terms of him being good in the NBA. Now, the other thing I think too is um, now you're if you're throwing in Dwight Howard in a locker room with Draymond Green and Chris Paul. Whew, look, man, I'm a vibes guy. I say that every other pod. You're playing with fire. You are playing with fire. Yeah, the Warriors. The Warriors told Draymond, "We'll resign you, and then we're going to sign every player who will actually punch you back." So I feel like that's I feel like that's the bargain they made with him. It's like we'll give you Put the extension, but you're not you're not getting away with that again. We're bringing in dudes who'll stand up to you a little bit. I, think, I still think, think Chris Paul is the most likely one. Yeah. Uh, which is I think that'll actually help the last guy in the roster. It will. It it will. You can't just have a guy willy-nilly punching his teammates. Well, you know, like Chris Paul deserves to get punched too, as much as Draymond does deserve to get punched. So, you know, (laughs) it works out perfectly. Those guys can double knock each other out with with, uh, Dwight Howard in the back filming the whole thing. I I, I still like the move. I think it would be funny. I think it actually would be somewhat helpful. Um, I You know, I like it. Low risk. We'll know. We'll know next week if it was all smoke and – no one buys it if they, you know, politely say they're passing on him. Uh, and and if they buy, if they buy his song and dance about, I just want to help the team. I don't care about my minutes or anything like that. Then yeah, they'll probably. That's what it is. It's Dwight probably... selling himself. It's like is can he sell, can he do the song and dance of like? <laughs> is Steve gonna in. buy it? Yeah. Is Steve gonna buy it? Is done? You know, I, I really think it comes down to Kerr. Always. Does. We know he's we know he's passed on players in the past, and honestly, more often than not, he's correct. So it'll be interesting to see if he can get past Steve Kerr's bullshit detector. Cause that's, that's really, that's really what, that's really what we're talking about here. Not happening. This week's light years podcast brought to you by game time. Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was game time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years L Y G H T Y E R S 
for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by NBA 2K Mobile. Sam, we got a new sponsor. This is my favorite one. Look, I'm a big play games guy. And NBA 2K Mobile just came out with a game that you can play right on your phone, dude. This is as convenient as it gets. You remember those unforgettable go NBA moments? Get ready to create your own epic plays with NBA 2K Mobile. It is the must-play mobile game for basketball lovers who want to conquer the court online. You can download the NBA 2K Mobile free and start customizing your My Player and Dream Team today. There's always something new to explore. Embrace the summer vibes with intense matches on the beach cruise court. Dive in attorney mode, events, and regular updates for nonstop action. You can also unlock and collect tons of player cards to enhance your team's performance. I just unlocked a Jason Tatum card. I don't know what that means about me. That that was the card that I unlocked, but that's my guy. Future warrior Jason Tatum. <laughs> that is my guy. You can step your game up on the court. You can showcase your skills, climb the leaderboard, become a basketball legend. You can play with the virtual joystick or relax with auto mode. Again, Best of all, it's free to play on mobile. So download the NBA 2K mobile free on the App Store, Google Play. Use my promo code TATUM2KMOBILE to redeem an exclusive Jason Tatum Pearl tier card. That's code T-A-T-U-M-2-K-M-O-B-I-L-E. NBA 2K mobile. Another piece of news. The war is just prime news. We're, we're starving for for content that we're, we're doing this right now signed usman garuba to a two-way contract we we're wondering what they were gonna do with the two ways uh quinones has one of them uh and they bring in garuba and got to bring friend of the show number one rockets fan that torments warrior fans i'll put him that way twice Our in guy. a month I'll get I'll get Roosh on here technically it was like six weeks ago we had him on but yeah <laughs> we'll have Roosh back on as Roosh likes to, Roosh texted me saying I am the foremost Usman Garuba expert. Uh, and as much as I enjoyed what I've seen, I simply cannot claim I can, I can hang with the Garuba knowledge on that level. So I got to bring you in. What's up, man? What's going on guys. Thanks for having me. It's a Garuba emergency pod. It's time. Yeah. Wow. This, this is wow. mid, this is mid September NBA content, right? Wow. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, you're, you're so desperate. I, I guess. So, so Let's start with this. I think most Warrior fans remember the name from the draft because he was 2021's next Draymond Green. There's one of them in every draft. And, you know, shocker, most of them don't turn out to be Draymond Green because it's an unfair expectation. But I guess what, given what you saw of him with the Rockets over the years and where he is, give us kind of like the high-level scouting report here. Yeah, so look, I'm a big Garuba guy, big Garuba guy. I'm actually really pissed off that they that they let him go. Um, he he's not a great player. He's got a lot of, pol uh, of polishing to do. He's raw, but um, he's got so much energy. He's got a motor. Um, he's got a seven two wingspan. He's six foot eight. He will d up. He will chase a ball. He'll jump on the floor for a ball. Um, so look, this is this is where he's most useful. The Rockets would run this lineup. He'd come off the bench. They would run him next to Tari Eason and KJ Martin. Uh, the, the Rockets broadcast nicknamed it the Goon Squad, right? And nice. yeah, if you go look at the numbers on that lineup for at least the first half of the season, because there was a point in the season where Steven Silas, who is thankfully no longer the head coach of the Houston Rockets, 
Um, he basically changed up the rotations and kind of screwed with, with the magic that that lineup had. But if you look at the numbers, I don't know them off the top of my head, but the net ratings and all that stuff with, with that lineup, it was like the most, you know, NBA ready basketball that the Rockets were playing all of last season, which says a lot. I mean, they, they, they got after it. And the reason I bring that up is because in the context of the Warriors, the reason it worked with Garuba was that he was flanked by long rangy wings, you know, Tari Eason, seven, two wingspan, KJ Martin, not great defensively, but high energy, uh, extremely athletic. And they just kind of complemented each other very well. So what he's able to do is he can guard any position. Um, he will look awkward at times doing it. So don't get fooled by that. He looks very awkward. A lot of people get turned off by how awkward he is, right? He's kind of, he's like laterally slower than you might expect, um, but he recovers well. He does things like, you know, he'll reach when he shouldn't reach. He's got to get that coached out of him. He'll do some things that that might might not allow him to see the floor under Steve Kerr. So that is one thing to look out for. But if he does actually see the floor and he's he's flanked by, you know, Wiggins and Clay, maybe even Dre, Loon, whoever, whoever you guys put him out there with, you put him out there with guys that can complement what he can do, man, he's a difference maker. And then the two most underrated aspects of what he does, passing, he's actually an excellent passer. Like I don't, I don't mean to overstate it, but he will get the ball at the elbow and he understands that that cut's coming or he understands he'll get an offensive rebound and immediately kick it out to an open shooter. He just keeps the ball moving, right? He's really underrated in the short roll. He can't do anything with the ball. He can't score the ball, you know, driving to the basket. He, he will like miss a layup. You've seen the clip where he throws a pass and it, it's like the backboard and bounces back to him. He does a lot of stuff like that, but um, he will get a rebound and kick it. He'll get the ball and just make the right play. He'll get the ball on the elbow and hit the cutter on a bounce pass, underrated passer. And then he's actually an underrated three-point shooter. His corner three is kind of money. Um, he shot, I think, 40, I think 40% from three last season. He was 24 of 59. What's interesting is if you go look at the numbers, he was, I think, 0 for his last 12. So he was actually 24 of 47 at one point on the season. Over 50, yeah. Over 50. And he was small one, sample. Yeah, small sample, small sample. But um, but you have to remember, it was in the context of the Rockets. They don't get open shots um, and he wasn't used like tactically. Right. He wasn't like parked in the corner. He would just kind of take a shot if he had it. And then he was one of 19 to end the season. So on one hand, you could argue, OK, he started hot and then he regressed to the mean. That's probably right. true. At the same time, at one point, he was like 23 of 40 from three. That's nothing to scoff at. You know, you don't accidentally go 23 for 40. That means that there's some touch there. So he's a good small ball five. He needs someone to kind of toughen him up just a tiny bit, which I think Draymond can do. Uh, but man, on a team, on a team like the Rockets that had a lot of problems, his problems were magnified. And a lot of fans said, yeah, this guy is not an NBA player. But you put him on a team that's bona fide and just needs like little tweaks and little pieces here and there, like the Warriors, I think he can be valuable. I, I wonder, you you bring up the passing. I wonder. That's where he's going to fit in with this team. Um, it sounds like if it's one NBA thing he's good at, it's defense. So maybe yeah. maybe I'll throw that one aside, say like he's good enough to play defense. Um, but if he's able to pick up the offense the Warriors run, which is the fucking run around and dribble handoff and motion offense stuff that that they're the only team to run, um, then I, I, I would think that he's actually probably going to play, especially if Dwight Howard isn't on this team, that he'll probably get some – some like Ty Jerome-esque, hey, come up from the G League type of minutes, right? Like let's just JTA a couple of years ago, just come up and play some minutes. And uh, yeah, that, that'll be pretty, pretty fascinating because they have a guy, Trace Jackson Davis. I, there's no reason for you to know who he is because he's a G League, I mean, a, a second round Warriors pick. But he seems like a similar type of player where he's just uh, not enough offense probably, 
but can pass and defend a little bit and, and energy type of big. That, I assume that's probably where Garuba's at, right? Would you would you say, and just to piggyback on that, it's it's clearly the offense why the Rockets cut bait with Garuba. Yeah. I know they just ran into like a, a numbers issue with just yeah. having too many guys, too many picks, and you can only have 15 guys on the roster, but offense, like he doesn't have a, a, a clear role. Correct. He doesn't. Um, he will just do a lot of dribble handoffs. He will also set screens at like a historic rate. Um, like we would call him, uh, we would jokingly call him like the leader in screens per screens per minute or screens per second or something. The dude will set like four screens in one offensive play. He'll just come set a screen and then roll and then come back and set a screen and then roll. God, this sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> not, a great, not a great offensive player. But but that's the thing. If you just give him the role on offense, which like the Warriors, you use your bigs to have guys run around, set pin downs, set baseline screens and pop someone over. To get the guards open. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he can make those passes. Unfortunately, what the Rockets did was, you know, watch a certain individual who I will not name by name uh, dribble the ball. In isolation, so Garuba was a little out of sorts there. But hey, you guys have like eight of those to be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, go Rockets! But if he, um, if he was, <laughs> if he was used correctly, uh, he, he can. Like I said, he can actually be pretty useful. Um, I don't want to like make too much uh, of like assist numbers, but you know, he played a limited amount of time. He barely played, and he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games of three dimes or more, um, and then like probably. 16 or so with two or more and you got to think like does that you might scoff at that like two or three times what is that but in the context of playing like 13 12 minutes a game in a discombobulated shitty offense like i mean you know it was actually kind of pretty sometimes when he passed the ball what i also like you i like that and what i also like about this is he's he's 21 same age as moody and kuminga same draft class it's basically a free shot at a first round pick who just kind of got squeezed out in a number scenario who might fit what the Warriors do. If it doesn't work, it's not their draft pick. It's not like devastating, like you missed on Wiseman or whatever it may be. Uh, if it doesn't work, whatever, you cut bait, you move the other way. But if it does work, you've just added a young player who you can theoretically resign for cheap and keep in your system for a few years. And I mean, you, you can look at the Warriors roster. We're talking about a bunch of dudes who are all pushing 40. You know, is it, they need they need to find some young players who can contribute in some way or another. Moses Moody came on at the end of last year. We spend all offseason kind of like, will Kuminga take that step? They need they don't need them all to. They need like one to two guys to be able to prove they can provide some form of energy. Yeah, and, and he's got energy, like for sure. He will give you energy. Um, and he's an underrated shot blocker at times. Uh, he's not like you know, someone's coming at the rim and he rises up and blocks them, but he'll chase down. He'll do a chase down block. He'll do some weak side blocks. He's got a sneaky wingspan. One thing to consider, he's not a plus athlete. Um, he doesn't get up or high. Oh, perfect you know. warrior. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, you know, people, a lot of ground bound fans, big, he's, he's going to yeah. be a success. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> he is a ground bound big. Uh, a lot of Rockets fans kind of clown him for, you know, not being like, in great shape, or at least he doesn't look like mm. he's in great shape. That you know, I don't think I don't think his conditioning was a was a practical issue. He just doesn't like look like he's in great shape. You know, atypical body shape for a basketball player. Classic. Yeah. I mean, classic hero, you know? yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, but I mean, look, he he's high energy. The motor's there. He doesn't stop. Um, he will guard anybody. And he actually, there were times, man, where I remember specifically in a game where he was guarding Trey Young. Uh, they kept switching him on to Trey Young against the Hawks, and he was holding his own. 
So he can do that, you know, but again, he will look awkward. He might chop his feet. He might come like this close to getting his ankles broken and then recover and block a shot. Um, he might reach at the three point line and get blown by it, those types of things happen. Um, little, little loony, little loony esque. Listen, before I want to ask you one more, you going to be a Warriors fan this season. I think so. I got a lot of hate. Rock, <laughs> I, saw your tweet. Are, I saw your tweet. I like Yeah, Rockets fans are tweeting me like, yo, what the hell's wrong with you? But look, I love Chris Paul and I'm, yeah. I'm a big, big Garuba guy. Just for you, just for you guys to know. Um, you know the song, you know the Jason Derulo song or the little meme where the guy's like, Jason Derulo. Unfortunately, yeah. I do. Yeah. So now I'll put this in your head and you won't be able to unhear it, but do that with his name. Usman Garuba. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! So, um, but no, man, he he should be a difference maker in limited minutes. I think, at the very least. Welcome know? to the light side. Welcome to the good. Welcome to the good. Hey, I'm enjoy. I need, I need Steph in a USA jersey at the Olympics. You'll get it. You'll you know? get it. You'll get so, it. So, but yeah, Roosh, appreciate you. Have a good weekend, my man. All right, that was awesome. I'm into. I'm into it. We'll get out of here on that. That's your emergency pod for the weekend, guys. We'll be back as always. Mm-hmm.